can't we all just get along? That's what Rodney King said back in the day, and it is just as true today as it was then. And in fact, some of the rioting that's been going on in the streets after the election results came in are very reminiscent of Rodney King and his rioting. So today, welcome to the Terrorist Therapist Show. We're going to be talking about post-election chaos um, and what to do about it. I'm Dr. Carol, a psychiatrist and your terrorist therapist. I'm here to help you and your family reach your dreams despite living in a time of terror. Now, what does terrorism have to do with the elections, you say? <laughs> a lot. Because terrorists, ISIS, it has been putting out word they are dancing in the streets because of all our post-election rioting, anger, turning against each other. This is a dream come true for them. They can save money on bombs. They don't have to... Uh, they don't have to figure out ways to attack America because we're attacking each other. Now, this has got to stop. You can't let your anger divide you from your family, your friends, your co-workers, even strangers. Um, certainly, it's understandable that there's a lot of anger. And half the country approximately voted one way and half voted the other way. In fact, to be fair, actually Hillary got more of the popular vote. So there's a whole big shock <laughs> um, that Trump won. And I will admit, uh, I was, despite my having... Uh, done podcasts and social media and my radio show and lots of things, television appearances, um, lots of things to try to put across my opinion as to why I thought Trump would be best for the country. Um, I was surprised that, in fact, he actually won myself because I was concerned about um, the election getting hacked or somehow not re revealing, reflecting the truth of the voters. Um, now, just to be right up front, as um, you hopefully know from listening or watching previous things that I've done talking about the election, the reason why, the main reason why I was pro-Trump was because of his stance on terrorism. And as the terrorist therapist, uh, the most important thing to me that I think this country is facing is protecting ourselves from terrorists. So, but but even I, I watched the um, election results from a, with a bunch of friends, and as I was driving over to my friend's house, um, I was listening to the results starting to come in on the radio in California. Well, I mean, I was listening in California to the results coming in from the parts of the country where they were already starting to come in. And it was about 50-50. And I thought, huh, that's pretty good. Trump's still hanging in there. And then um, I got to the um, party that was watching the election. And um, and uh, as, as the states kept coming in one after the other going towards Trump, I mean, of course I was happy, but I, I, it was shocking. I think Trump himself was shocked. I think when he woke up the next morning, <laughs> he couldn't believe it. He thought it was a dream. So um, in any case, that is what the, what the votes came in as. And um, I, I think part of what is fueling this 
this unrest, um, the post-election unrest, is uh, it's a result of the fact that um, that Hillary did get the popular vote. And it seems unfair that our country is still stuck on this electoral college um, system and where that doesn't necessarily reflect the popular vote. In fact, we had the same kind of situation a few years back with the Gore-Lieberman ticket. And I, by the way, voted for Gore and Lieberman. Of course, I wanted a Lieberman in the White House. And so I was stuck in that whole... Um, void while the the votes were being recounted and there was the hanging chads and all of that. So I get it. Um, and yes, you know, Gore got the popular vote and he didn't get the presidency. So I understand the frustration. The other reason why um, people are so angry, I mean, aside from the fact that, yes, of course, a lot of people are very angry at um, because of things that that uh, Donald Trump has said and because people are kind of taking it to an extreme and um, and thinking that, you know, people are afraid, people are scared. And when, when we're scared, we sometimes express that fear in anger rather than saying I'm scared. Um, so, um, but, but part of the problem, a big part of the problem is because of this shock. You know, it's not like, I mean, if, if Trump had been, um, if you look at the, at the, if you looked at the polls through, for, throughout the, pretty much the whole campaign, I mean, other than during the primaries, of course, when he won the Republican uh, nomination, uh, then we saw him, you know, he eventually got up in the polls and won the nomination. But when, once there were the two candidates nominated, pretty much 95, 99% of the polls, pretty much all along, except for slight spikes, were saying that Hillary was in the lead. Now, in part, that was due to uh, media bias for Hillary, but in part, it was due to a psychological phenomenon called uh, socially acceptable answers. And that is when people are polled uh, they know what the socially acceptable answer is. And in this case, it was Hillary. You know, when, when they were asked, who are you voting for? They knew that it was more socially acceptable to say, I'm voting for Hillary. And that's what they said. And that's what the polls reflected. So that made it, 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 it felt like the election was stolen, that Trump stole the election because he wasn't supposed to win. All the polls have been telling us, you know, for months that Hillary was going to win. So that's part of it, too. Um, why, why it seems, um, it seems so unfair and it seems unstolen and it seems like, uh, it seems stolen and it seems like something fishy happened or, you know, and, and that's very unfortunate, of course, but, um, we can't, we can't, um, let this divide our country. And we can't make ourselves, at, at, with all of these, not just the protests, the rioting in the streets and so on, but even the quieter kinds of things that are going on, just individual, person to person, people who are furious at oh, the other people who voted for Trump. Um, and and these divisions, these, you know, families and friendships and, and, and co-workers and all of this that is not healthy for this country. 
and it's making us more vulnerable to terrorists um, as making their wish come true. Now, if Hillary had won, there probably would have been riots too. It's not just because Trump won. Um, but, but either way, um, we, we need to, we can certainly express our opinion, our disappointment and our anger and, and, you know, but not to the point of disrupting friendships and disrupt and disrupting the streets. I mean, I quoted Rodney King at the beginning and really when you take a look at some of these, the, the video from what's going on in the streets, it's like the Rodney King uh, riots. So um, I know it doesn't help and I know there's, there's a backlash if I say, whoa, everybody just calm down. I mean, I agree that, that people need to express their uh, disagreement with things that um, Trump has said, but, but in, a, in a productive way. Um, join the Democratic Party or become active if you are already in it, become active in the party, make some of the things, you know, there's, there are going to be lots of things voted on um, in Congress uh, after Trump takes office. So you can still have your voice heard. It's just that when you're rioting in the streets, it's hard for people to really get your message. I mean, yes, you're angry and yes, you, you know, um, there, you know, the signs, of course, say things that make it clear what you don't like. Um, but, you know, signs like not my president, signs like uh, don't grab my, you know, what. Um, uh, you know, but, but that's, that's really not productive. It's much more productive to be contacting your congressman when things are being voted on, when issues come up, and let them know what you think. You know, um, Trump isn't, isn't, it's not a dictatorship. He does still have to go through Congress. Um, and so you still have ways of making your voices heard. Um, now, I had a, a very um, upsetting experience the day after the election. I mean, of course, of course, it was, I was thrilled, you know, at the, at the outcome. But um, the next day, the next morning, I looked at my Facebook page, and lo and behold, there was a post from a long-lost cousin with whom, during my whole life, I can't remember ever talking politics with. Um, I mean, you know, we were like sisters. We grew up like sisters. And yes, we were talking about uh, <laughs> dolls and stuff back in the day. But um, even when we got to be adults, I, I, I can't remember one time when we talked about politics. I wouldn't have even, I wouldn't have known what um, political party, who, I wouldn't have known who she was voting for. And so, so I, uh, when I saw her post there, a, 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 a rageful, full of rage post um, berating me for, um, voting for Trump, supporting Trump, um, you know, as I had done in various articles and uh, podcasts and uh, uh, videos that I posted to Facebook and other social media. So, you know, she knew how, she knew that I supported him. Um, but so, you know, she, she picked really per 
personal things to to say that you couldn't believe, you know, why I voted for him or why I supported him. For example, uh, she said, "You have a daughter. How could you have? How could you want to have a president who hates women um, when you have a daughter growing up in this country?" Well, first of all, I don't think Trump hates women, but I'm not going to get into defending Trump. The, the election is over, um, but. But, you know, that was a personal thing. Then then I didn't want to, the election is over, so I didn't want to come back at her with uh, anything to defend Trump or to say what I thought about his feelings towards women. But but instead I was saying, I, I said, wow, um, you know, like I, I, I don't want to, um, the, the politics are not more important than our relationship. Um, and then she wrote something about, and, and, and Trump, I don't know if she said hates immigrants or, you know, he has this policy against immigrants. Did you forget your roots? Our grandparents were immigrants coming to this country. So all these things that she brought up that were very personal, um, and I love it on Facebook when people get into really personal things. Um, I mean, I don't, not when it's, uh, when it's talking about me bringing personal things up. Um, but in any case, that was sort of the, the least of it. Um, but, you know, did, did you forget your roots? Uh, of course I didn't forget my roots. Um, I'm very proud of my grandparents who were immigrants from Russia and from Poland. Um, and But, you know, that's not what Trump was saying. But again, I answered her. In fact, this time I, I, I wouldn't defend Trump again. I just I was just more upset about our relationship. All of a sudden, you know, politics was getting into our relationship. And I said, uh, was your uh, Facebook page um, hacked? Because I couldn't believe that it was her. You know, we've written very nice things to each other on Facebook, little comments and stuff. And um, all of a sudden this was like, you know, from nowhere, it, it was like, who, who, who is this and what did you do with my cousin? So anyhow, um, that's an example of just how crazy all of this is getting. Um, I even, you know, meetings, so the one of the, the things that's always uh, shocking and kind of unfortunate is when you, uh, you when you meet a friend for lunch or, um, you know, when you, you have, a, you're talking to a friend and you think, you assume that they were voting for who you were voting for, and then all of a sudden you just you start talking, and, and all of a sudden you, you both realize that, no, you're talking about opposite things here. Um, it's really, you know, but then you can, but then the best thing to do is to just kind of, um, to just kind of let it go, not, and not to, to it's not worth ruining friendships or relationships of any kind. Um, over politics. Yes, it's fine to express your opinion, but not, not to the point of it getting, getting personal and, and um, rageful. So, um, you know, um, there are lots of, I think the, the whole country needs anger management is what really needs to happen. Um, we there there's what what's been happening not only have there been rioting in the streets but there have been things like at schools where um where people the unfortunate thing is that people are taking um taking things that trump said and taking them out of context and people who have their own um prejudices against women 
or against minorities are just taking this opportunity. You know, that some kids are having, or not just kids, some people are having signs that say white power. Um, you know, people are taking this opportunity. Of course, it didn't help that the KKK news newspaper backed Trump, but he didn't ask them to back him. I'm sure he would have rather that they hadn't. But what's happening is that some people are taking this opportunity to express their own hatred towards uh, minorities and women and so on. And there are incidents that are happening all over the country. Um, for example, a student at the University of Wisconsin was beaten to death. And this was before the election results came in. This was just, you know, leading up to the election. Um, so, I mean, that part, and, and there's... Um, Schools have got to nip these things in the bud, as do workplaces. Uh, people need to be punished for expressing their own bigoted ideas or misogynistic ideas. And don't use the excuse that this is, you know, what Trump wants. This is not at all what Trump wants. Um, you know, he for example, he talked about illegal aliens. He didn't talk about he didn't mean that all people from uh, Mexico or other countries should be sent home. Even the the um, ban on Muslims, it was it wasn't a it was to entering the country. It was more about vetting Muslims, vetting people from from lands where there is uh, overwhelming terrorism, to make sure that the people who are coming into the country from whatever our country, from whatever country. Um, are terrorists like duh <laughs> you know I, I there's there's really um, we have to do that and again not all Muslims are terrorists not all terrorists are Muslims but certainly people coming from countries like Syria or Iraq um, do need to have a little closer scrutiny but really from all countries because because terrorists are going into all countries so anyhow we need anger management you can start by sharing comfort food with your friends and family and coworkers. You know, I've, I've been talking about how we shouldn't binge on comfort food, but you know, to share a little comfort food with people who disagreed with you um, in the elections and they can't talk politics and you can't talk politics when your mouth is full. And um, you can do, there are all kinds of things you can do. Meditate, take walks, rescue a puppy or a kitten. You can volunteer. Um, you can do your part to make this country great again. So um, let me read a letter that I have here from um, Delphine. Dear terrorist therapist, I'm a woman and I'm angry. I can't believe that my country voted for Donald Trump for president. I wanted to see a woman president in my lifetime. I'm really scared. I have three daughters. If they get pregnant and want an abortion, is Trump going to stop them? Will we have to move to another country to get an abortion? Well, Delphine, um, certainly I get it that we would all like, well, no, I guess maybe not we all, but certainly most women, I think, would like to see a woman president in their lifetime. Certainly I'll speak for myself. I would like to see a woman president, um, but not just any woman, not for the sake of it being a woman. It has to be, you know, a woman that we can all be proud of. 
And um, as far as abortion is concerned, to be honest, um, Trump has vacillated, has kind of been vague or gone back and forth, um, said somewhat contradictory things about abortion. And really, I think a lot of it, the things that he was saying against abortion, I think a lot of it had to do with um, trying to make the people happy in his, in the Republican Party who are so um, anti-abortion. Now, I think um, that political parties should not have anything to do with religion or abortion. Um, you know, that is a personal decision. I, I am pro-abortion. That was, um, I mean, pro-abortion, pro pro-choice. Um, that was one of the things that I agreed with Hillary on. But again, for me, the terrorist issue, protecting us from terrorism, was the most important. But um, getting back to Donald Trump, if you really listen clearly to, to you know, and, and it was hard because he did kind of waffle, but um, what he really did say, ultimately, was that it was up to the states to decide. So I don't think you're going to have to move to another country. You may have to move to another state. Well, we all need to just calm down, express our views in more peaceful ways, give the guy a chance. Don't let us be more vulnerable to terrorism by breaking ourselves apart, warring within ourselves. Even President Obama invited Trump to the White House, and they, you know, the reports of that were very encouraging. Um, was, was Trump uh, gritting through his teeth? In, in, were they both gritting through their teeth in making nice with each other? Probably yes, uh, at least to some extent, but they did it for the good of the country. Similarly, <laughs> I would have loved to have been a, a fly on the wall when, um, uh, when Trump's wife, uh, Melania, sat down with Michelle Obama. <laughs> Melania <laughs> probably represents um, much of what Michelle Obama does not like. So, um, but I, I think that they were gracious to each other as well. I mean, I'm sure Melania was scared stiff. But, um, but anyhow, from uh, they were cordial to each other as well. Again, for the good of the country. So. Give him a chance. Give Trump a chance to take office. If you disagree with what he does, you can call your congressman. You can become active in politics. Uh, please, let's work together and let's not let the terrorists win. Well, thank you for listening to The Terrorist Therapist Show. I'm Dr. Carol, your terrorist therapist. And just remember, the most important enemy, the people who really want to hurt us, are the terrorists. We shouldn't be hurting each other.